So delighted now to be joined by two of my Colin senior footballers in Captain Desi Keneally and David Wynn as well. Fresh lads coming to you, fresh from the county final success coming to you first, David. How are all the heads of my Colin? <laughs> the heads are fine now, it's Saturday, so <coughs> we, uh, uh, we we gave it a good lash uh, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday and um, yeah we're, we're, the voices are coming back uh, heads are good yeah we trained now <coughs> we trained last night so that was a bit of a reset for everyone what were the celebrations like? ah they were unreal yeah they, they were unbelievable um, I think all, with, with all the the, the the young lads and young girls around my Cullen and all the older people it, it was just surreal on the pitch afterwards and then <coughs> um Obviously, we went out to my Cullen and we were down in the, the community hall and it was just, it was a surreal experience, just meeting friends and family and just having everyone around. It was amazing. Desi, going up them steps to lift Frank Fox, is, is, it, is it hard to describe? Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's special. I think four years ago now, I think Don asked me to be captain and... I think to win one Frank Fox would have been like unbelievable. Um, and twenty twenty was unreal, but I suppose it's a bit taken away with. I think there's only supposed to be three or four hundred in the crowd that day, but on Sunday was just it was crazy, you know, going up there and looking down and amount of people on the pitch and up in the stand, and to see the whole the whole crowd was just it was unbelievable. Like it's, I think uh, it's something that I'm grateful for, and you know it'll always be a memory that I'll hold uh, for the rest of my life. You just mentioned there Don asking to be captain and I suppose if you look at it, you're probably one of the youngest captains, like if you look over at the club championship, like do you, was there an added pressure there or did you feel anything differently when you're asked to be captain? Um, I remember first, yeah, I think I was uh twenty nineteen, I think I was only twenty, uh, when he asked me first and it probably took a bit of getting used to it, but look, I think we're a really tight knit group and my cousin like we do a lot together during the season, uh outside of the season you know socialise everything we do a lot together no matter how old you are so like in fairness to the, the older lads and any other the, the lads they were, they're so welcome and, and there's so many leaders in our group that being captain of my Cullen is probably one of the easiest jobs I think like you know you have Winnie here and the Kellys Peter Cook uh, you know even the older lads like Conor Bowen Mark Lydon like there's so much experience there's so many lads with intercounty experience on the team and that have been there for a long time that you know, being the captain of the team is, is probably just an easy job and uh, it's probably just a formality really. So, you know, it's a huge honour obviously and I'm uh, massively privileged to be captain of the team but, uh, you know, it's great to have so many leaders around me to help me as well. You just met your first one in 2020, that was obviously like unbelievable and it's your first one but what, what I presume was it better this time, do you think? Yeah, like, uh, I think the crowd, the crowd was just crazy, you know, I couldn't believe it uh, to see the crowd there on, on Sunday. I suppose the way we won the game um, was obviously a huge lift for everyone as well, and and uh, you know the feeling afterwards when when we just scraped over the line was 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 immense. Like you know, uh, and to see everyone on the pitch after family, friends, and I think to see people with I think tears in their eyes as well. Like it really touches home and shows how much it means to people in the community. You know, it's I suppose it's our second one in three years, but three years ago we didn't have we didn't have any senior championship so there's a lot of people in the club that have given so much uh, over their lives to try and win something and we've had success at intermediate level been at underage level but uh, I think winning at senior level you know it, it, you can't beat it and to see the older people and the, uh, that have given so much to see them being so happy about it is it's it's special really Was there a pressure guys because you know Sawtell so well <coughs> like 
your friends with like so many of them rivals you maybe don't like each other at times like was was did you find the pressure like the week of that game in the build up to the county final David yeah, I think there's always going to be pressure coming uh, into a final. I don't think it was the fact it was Salt Hill. It was more just coming internally from the group. You know, we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves from the start of this year to, um, to to go and win a county final. You know, that was that was the goal from the beginning. When um, was that said? That was said day one. Yeah, that was said day one, first day on the pitch. You know, no qualms about it. You know, we're here. Uh, I think we went back, geez, I don't know, was it February or March, <coughs> to get ready for a league. Um, and it was, you know, there's, there's one goal in mind here, and it's, it's to bring another Frank Fox back to my column. Um, so, obviously then, <coughs> having beaten, you know, we had we had a good run into it. You know, we had Kerfin bet, we had Tune bet, Claire Galway, Montbellu, obviously. The pressure came with that. It was like, we need to finish this now because... Uh, I think you know, especially in the GEA, it, it's it, it's very uh, black or white. You know what I mean? It's either you win or you don't. And if you were, if we were to lose on uh, last Sunday, the fact of having that great run and beating those great teams really wouldn't have meant for much. So um, there was definitely pressure associated with that, yeah. Just there, you mentioned going back early. What was it like for you as a group? Because like six players away from your team with the county probably didn't come near you really until I suppose after the All-Ireland final like was it, is it a challenge throughout the year when that many players are gone? No doubt it's a challenge yeah it, it is a challenge but you know it, it's a great privilege to have so many boys in with the county you know and, and Desi touched on it we've so many you know great great players great leaders that, that have never played with the county as well you know so we had like this year when, when the boys are away the likes of Niall Walsh you know, Tom Clark, these lads, they're real leaders too. And then some of the younger lads who stepped up, you know, we had Danny Cox had a brilliant league campaign with us. Uh, Ger Davern was fantastic. Mike Mohan came through. So, and Desi said it there, you know, there was 10, 12, 15 leaders all year, you know, so that that, that really helped. Desi, like, when you, I don't know if you had a chance now to look back on the final but like, like how, how do you reflect on I suppose your own performance that day? Yeah, look, it was it was difficult. Um, you know, fairness to Hill, <clears throat> they got they got they got a spot on really on the day. You know, they they really put a lot of pressure on us. Um, they got a lot of numbers back inside, and it was it was difficult, and especially in the first half there. And I suppose it was it was kind of a bit frustrating sometimes. You're playing up on your own, but um, you know. You just got to keep going, and I suppose we got a few frees to keep us ticking over, keep us in touch. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter about personal performances for me. Like you know, it's our goal is to win Frank Fox, and whether whoever shows up in the day, whoever puts in the performances on the day, it doesn't matter. So, you know, as long as we got the win at the end, I was delighted. Were you all delighted for Cook, like because after he missed twenty twenty? Yeah, nah, we don't really like him. We don't, <laughs> 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 we don't want him back. <laughs> ah no, look, yeah, Peter, like. He's been massive for us since, uh, like we first started playing together at level twenty fifteen. I think you know he's been a leader of our team, and you know he just decided to go traveling for a year in twenty twenty. Like and I suppose we got to a semi final the year before. It's hard to you hard to know if we're going to do any do anything in twenty twenty and went to won a championship and obviously that must be difficult on him. Um, but he's been back now the last two years playing for us and you know he's given so much and driven so if driven it on so much as well like and 
you know, I suppose with all of us having a county championship before, you, you, I was really delighted for him now to get his first one, and uh, it was nice as well. I suppose him getting the goal was was an extra extra bonus, and uh, you know, delighted for him was with all the hard work he's put in. It's funny, but just to add to that, you know, it's it's all about the goal and the freeze, and you know that's what all the media talks about. But really, Cookie this year was just he just worked his socks off all year, you know, training and in matches. You know, even some of the games that he didn't have great games. He was leading the line in terms of high intensity, high tackling, you know, driving pressure against other teams. So that 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 really fed through the group. So the thing about the two goals, isn't it really? Like Daniel Flaherty's going for a point. Owen Gatter probably not saying that he's probably saying he set Peter Cook up, I'm sure, but uh, Oh, that was no, we quashed we quashed that very early. We quashed that very early in the He's Trying to tell us he was Pirlo there for a while, but you know, I don't think anyone's buying it. But a nearly thing with the, I suppose, two you could say lucky goals coming like, in that game. Yeah, yeah, like the I suppose the first goal was was um, was unlucky for Andrew. You know, just went in over his head and gave Saltel a real base. But I suppose we got our own luck then as well towards the end. And um, I think you need you, you need that luck to get over the line. Sometimes you know it's, a lot of hard work goes in and you can get so much right, but you need the rub of the green sometimes. And I suppose we got it at the right time. As Daniel O'Brien's goal early on, David, were you happy with how he responded? Because within ten minutes, you were back level, and like it, it looked then like you were kind of in the driving seat then. Yeah, it was. Yeah, ha- happy with the response. Um, but just look, we knew, like, regardless of what was what was been said outside the group, we knew it was going to be very very tight game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was going to be one point either way. So. All week we were saying, no matter what happens, no matter what goes wrong, you know things that outside of your control, just just keep moving your legs, you know, just keep moving your legs, keep working hard, and things will turn. So, I think that was the mindset amongst the whole group. You know, I think straight after the goal, uh, I, I'm nearly sure. I think it was Owen Kelly. Someone just turned to me and it was just, you know, it was just that moment of eye contact. Come on, you know, move your legs. In in, in, in not so many words, you know, and that was the. I think that was the, the attitude of the whole team. You know, we knew if we just kept working hard, things things would shift in our favour. Luckily, they did. When Sauté respond then and go in two points ahead, you're against the breeze. Like it's kind of, it's kind of looking like things are against you. Maybe Desi, is there any area you felt maybe that you struggled in? Maybe in that kind of second period in the first half. Yeah, I think we just <clears throat> I think we just sat off. Um, Probably didn't bring enough intensity to it, and I think we gave the boys inside a bit too much room, you know. And like with Rob and Tomo, you know, they're two two of the best inside forwards in, in the county, really. And if, if you give them that much room, they're going to do damage, and that's what they were doing. And we probably weren't applying enough pressure out the field, uh, to, to I suppose put pressure on the kickers into them. And just at half time, you know, we just kind of talked about that and, and trying to I suppose discuss what we need to do and and to bring more intensity and just to, to give it everything in the second half and. Uh, you know, I think in fairness at half time, uh, we were composed. I think we've been in that situation. Like people, I think back to twenty twenty against Montpellier, we we're actually in a similar situation. We played with the wind in the first half, went in level that day, and Kerfin in the group stage. I think we were four or five down at half time, and I think the first five minutes at half time, no one even talked. Just took water on board. Um, just had your own thoughts while it was happening, and us management came in, told us a few things, and. We just said in the second half, you know, we we're going to go out and no matter what the results, we we're going to be proud of what we did in the second half anyways because I don't think at half time we weren't really, we weren't proud of what we were, of our performance. So the main thing was in the second half was to put in performance and if it if it was enough, it was enough. If it wasn't, at least we could hold our heads up high and 
and say we gave it everything. You're sitting in there, sorry to cut in, but you're sitting in there at half time, like, and I think one of the messages that was said was, you know, you're half an hour from a Frank Fox. You know, that, that's where you aim to be at the start of the year. So regardless of wind or scoreline or anything, you know, you did taken someone's hand off for that opportunity at the beginning of the year. So that was the mindset going on in the second half. I heard you reference uh, after the game, back to basics. Was Was it just quite simply that? Yeah, like I think a lot of the time you look you look at these games and the turnovers and the errors are, are a lot to do with basics, hand passes, kick passes, and you know, in, in such a big game, I think lads get nervous. They think, and the first half can be very cagey like that. So it's just to to reiterate to lads, you know, it's just the basics. If you can keep ball off the ground, because obviously it, this time of the year it's very wet. Anthony touches the ground, it's going to die. It's going to skid away. So just about nailing the basics, nailing the hand passes to chest, kick passes to chest, and you know we're such a strong running team that I suppose the the wind doesn't play a huge factor with us that we can run through that wind and when you get the big runners from deep um, it was just about nailing the base and keeping the ball in hand and, and getting it up the pitch You mentioned turnovers there it's it's one thing that's massive in club football like you're nearly you could see even Montpellier at stages like I was nearly sitting a bit behind your management and they were losing it like on that line I suppose when I suppose the ball was given back to Montpellier and there was turnovers It's it just seems like when you give a turnover in the Galway Club Championship you're giving the score to them really yeah and I suppose it's a testament to how how good the teams are you know especially when you come to the top teams semi-finals quarter-finals even you know you're playing against uh, top quality inside forwards top quality players in Galway and I think Winnie does be giving out to us up front uh, at times <laughs> to try and get no turnovers turnovers I don't think it's possible really but uh, like if you can just I suppose if you look at all the games the team with the, the least amount of errors the least amount of turnovers has a huge chance of winning that game so Try and do your best and, and try and get as little as possible, but uh, it can be difficult at times. Yeah, and I think it's, it's more so the nature of turnovers, you know, and, and where on the pitch you're turning mm. it over. Like um, the way most teams set up, you know, there's differences obviously between every team, but most teams are, are somewhat similar in their shape. They've got, you know, some sort of an arc set up at the back. And if you're turning the ball over at 11 at the top where they're sixes and they've got runners. It's just so hard to stop and it's so hard to deal with uh, for the guys at the back. So so really, like, your dressing room, it was a camp place at halftime. No throwing up the tables or anything. No, just a couple of jellies on board. Yeah, <laughs> just relax. Fairness to I think Aidan Claffey came in off the bench and uh, gave us a bit of a, an angry tone uh, as he went to the toilet, but that was about it. No, in fairness... I think we've learned from from that. I think I don't think there's any use in flipping tables and like you know I, there's not much to be gained from it. Like you need messages, you need clear messages. Really, is what you need. You have fifteen minutes to to change change something around, and you know we spent the first five minutes just in silence, uh, taking on water, just thinking to yourself like about your own performance the first half and what needs to be done in the second half. And obviously, management come in, give us a few instructions, and as when he said, you know you gotta then realize that you're only thirty minutes from from the end of a game from, from winning Frank Fox and you're still only two points down it's not like we were 10-15 points down this game was over still two points it was obviously a big win the conditions had a big part to play but you know you got it. You had to pick it up and, and just put in a performance in the second half and I suppose we, we got a somewhat of a performance on here in the second half and Desi something that are massive this time of year like I think across the club board like you're not really getting quality wise games but you're going to get battles it's going to be tense it's going to go right down to the wire but freeze like even when 
you're just in the corner like would you be thinking of Freeze even sometimes because like they just seem to be so key and decide games ultimately took he, the freeze off me this year actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when he, when he had a poor run of form there so we had to we had to call them a big call there um, no obviously freeze are massive and I, this time of the year as you said it's it's hard to sometimes play free flowing football with the conditions and everything so a lot of games boil down to freeze and I think with freeze like it's just all about it's all about repetition um, I remember I played a Sigerson game I think uh, 2019 and I missed a free to bring it to extra time last kick of the game against UCC and it was literally start of January and over the Christmas and stuff you know I wasn't wasn't down kicking them wasn't practicing them and when you're not when you're not practicing when you're not ready for them it's they can be high pressure and they can be hard to deal with so like it's all about repetition and if you keep practicing them keep keep going down and being ready for them then on game day it's just all about being in the being in the frame of mind that this is just down the pitch as normal and uh, just take it in your stride and, and try and nail them. How often are you practising them? Um, I try and do at least, like I said, obviously we train three times a week, so obviously a few dr- before and after training and then I try and get down once once a week by myself then as well um, in between. Just do 30, 30 40 minutes of, uh, of t- free taking from all sides and um, in fairness to Don, you know, I think two years ago there he kind of helped me a lot, a lot with them and just doing basic things, trying to set up zones and you know trying to hit five in a row if you don't hit five in a row you go you have to start again and stuff like that and it just puts a bit of pressure on you and when you when you can put that pressure on yourself in training comes into a match it's something you're used to you know because I think when you really feel pressure is when you're in a situation that you're not used to and if you're used to it and you've kind of been there before and you know how to deal with it it can make it so much easier and like as you said games can boil down to freeze and uh, they can be a big difference at the end of the day. In that game, in the second half as well, uh, David, when you're a defender there, like Evan Nolan comes on and kicks two outrageous scores. Like, 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 what are you thinking then? <laughs> yeah, it's just about trying to respond. It's trying to respond, you know, and, and it's just you just can't drop the head. Like they were two absolute screamers, and I'd say you know anyone in the stand is probably thinking, all right, momentum now is in Salton's favour, mm. but. I think we have enough lads who've played in big games. You've just, you've just got to get ball in hand. You've just got to, as Desi alluded to, stick to the basics. Do what we do well. Get the ball up the pitch, and something hopefully will happen. You know, we've been saying that all year that if we, you know, do certain things, we're going to get opportunities. You know, uh, maybe this isn't been our best year for scoring goals, but over the last four or five years, we we generally create two or three goal chances every game, you know. So we we did kind of feel as a group that there was going to be a chance. Now, <laughs> the way it came, obviously, it isn't typically uh, how we like to score goals, but it came, you know. And and it, it was a testament to everyone on the pitch, you know, just just continuing to do what we do, work hard, and and the opportunity presented itself. But no, when whenever no one was kicking those scores, yeah, there was definitely a little doubt starting to creep in. <laughs> Yeah, it was a chaotic game and Cook gets the goal but then Sawtill come it looks like they have the advantage the referee puts the advantage back Rory Lavelle then gets the opportunity like like that that really seemed to be the most chaotic kind of period of the game does he? You missed something there Paul sorry Owen Gallagher 
Oh, we got her turned it over, right? We'll, we'll make sure I want to want to get that in there. <laughs> Bring it into the tackle. Yeah. We've been telling them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Might be a man of the match, but he almost he almost cost us a little. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that. It was a it was a crazy finish, you know. Um, Tom's hit. Tom, Tom Tom Clark with the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, it, it was it was crazy. We just had bodies back, and it was just. It was run at that ball for your lice and trying to put pressure on and uh, I think it was only a young lad, Matthew Thompson, in fairness to him. Uh young and, and taking on the opportunity off his left foot, it was it was a good effort and it, like I I think I was the one that uh died, tried to get a block in it. Um and I just remember being on the ground and looking at it and it wasn't fair off at all, you know. it just needed a bit bit more whip on it and it was and it was over. So when that went wide, uh, it was it was a sigh of relief really to be honest. When they kind of got the advantage there, and then it's brought back, like it, like you must be nearly worried there as a back because it nearly looks like it's about to open up for Soto. Yeah, to to be honest, in the moment you're not, cause no. you don't really know what's going on. You know, it's yeah. just it's just kamikaze. So all you're doing is just trying to get back. But I've watched it back obviously since, and and no doubt Salt Hill are unlucky that like if if I was on the Salt Hill team. It's advantage all day. Now, was it a free? I don't know either. It was a. I. I. I thought it was a pretty, a pretty sweet hit by Tom. So that that's another question as well. But yeah, definitely, if he was going to give the free, he should have. He, he probably should have let it, let it run on. But in that moment, like it's just you know that's a split second decision. It, it, it's not an easy one to make. Desi, who are you going to straight after the final whistle when you claimed county champions? I think I think Dan Cox was the first one I saw. He was he was up in my face, um, and I I just remember then uh, I, I I don't even know who was on the pitch to be honest. There were so many people running around and and hugs everywhere, um, and then I found my dad and and mom uh, after then and like, just like it's I think it's after after those games like to see the family. It's it's so important. It's it's just unbelievable. Like uh, dad is. Uh, a huge um, my cousin supporter like you know he'd be down sometimes watching training I don't know what he does be at to be honest but uh, it's to see like the smile on their faces and how proud they are um, because like he's obviously my cousin through and through his whole life and to see us have uh, success you know it means so much to them as well so it's special to meet the family friends and just even the general supporters on the pitch after it's it's unreal Is there anyone you're going to David? Yes, look, same as that, you know, same as that. I was looking, looking for my mother. You know, she, you know, she's at every game. You know, she lives it with, uh, with, with the team, um, as much as anyone. So, um, you know, you're just trying to, you know, you're you're meeting people left, right, and centre, little kids, giving them your gloves, you know, high five and everyone. But you are you are trying to find, you know, your girlfriend or your mom, your dad, and just give them that that hug and you know a, a bit of a relief relief i think is the word you know there's there's a great release after it and it was probably it was probably monday before you know it kind of it kind of washes over you don't really it's very hard to, to just put it into sink words. in at all like it just doesn't sink in exactly the feeling is just it's just really really hard to describe it uh, and uh, like is there like at that full-time whistle desi like it's is is it like hard for you as well like to describe that emotion like even I'd say like when you arrive into Baikal on the Sunday night there's so many people there there's so much going on it must have been even hard to kind of maybe sit down with a few lads and just talk about 
what's after happening because yeah. there's so much going on <laughs> Sunday night now there wasn't uh, wasn't a huge amount of opportunity to sit down I think we're up on, up on shoulders for most of the night but uh, <laughs> no like it, it's like the emotions of it is, is huge I think the first one was obviously unreal but I think we wanted to prove as well that we're not a we weren't just a one hit wonder you know we didn't just come in 2020 win one and never to be seen again we want to we want to actually establish ourselves as as a big team in Galway and I think you need success to establish that and it's that feeling after when you kind of realize right we've we have two now it's 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 unbelievable and you know as Dave said it like Sunday night it didn't even sink in like I, I still kind of you almost forget about it like it, it'll take a while but uh it's just it's it's when you look back and like it's just unbelievable like to win one was special to win two now is, is unbelievable and I suppose now when, when we have a taste of two you want to you want to keep going with it as well did Montbello in 2021 stick with G for a while because you talked there about like it was said we want to win Frank Fox at the start and then you come up short in 2021 like did that did that stick with you a long time over that winter Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I, like anyone who, 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 when you lose a game uh, <coughs> of that magnitude in a semi final, as you said, it's with you all winter. You don't have a chance, you know, to to put your product back on the pitch again until the whole thing starts the following year. So that definitely stuck in our craw. Um, you know, we've had some great battles with Mount Bellew now over the last couple of years. There's a nice little rivalry building there. Um, so. And I think we, we didn't do ourselves justice either, you know, leading up to the game this year, we made a point that, you know, everyone in the group was to watch that game back. And when you do watch it back, like some of the some of the simple mistakes that we made that really allowed them to get on top was just, it's just not acceptable. And when you're making those mistakes against a team with as much quality as Mount Pelier, you're just not going to win. So uh, yeah, I was really proud of the performance that day, you know, all, all the talk about their their vaunted attack and all that and to keep them to nine points I thought was a, a really really um, was a reference before that game well absolutely yeah right. absolutely yeah. and what would have been referenced well, it was just look they're a quality attack but you know that that that's what the talk is about you know here's a chance to go out you know you, you don't get opportunities like this to, to put we knew what we were capable of you know as a group um, so it was just let's go out put a stamp put a marker down essentially you know and um yeah, that, that that's the way it worked out in the day, so delighted with it. Do you think the Montpellier game, because like, if you look at throughout that championship, Desi, it was two every two weeks we were playing, then it comes semi-final, final, back-to-back. Do you think it took a bit out of you because like, the intensity you brought that day, like the way you created your three goals, like, did it seem to take a bit out of the legs, do you feel? That's hard to know. Um, like... We obviously put in a massive effort into that Mount Bellew game and it's, there's such a focus on it that you almost do need time to just relax to before you go to another game. So a week turnaround was very quick, but, um, you know, I think we were actually happy enough with the week. Like, you don't want to be caught up in two weeks of build-up and and all the, you know, things that come with a county final and, uh, like, stuff like that. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. Like, I'm not going to take, in fairness to Salt Hill, I'm not going to take away from their performance. Like, they, they, got, a, they got a spot on, really, for... for majority of the game the last day and if it was our intensity or stuff I don't think the the Montpellier game had a massive impact I just don't think we were we were up to the standard that we would hope to have been at um, but like to be honest we we're kind of happy with the week turnaround because as I said there's, there's a lot of things that come with a county final that has to be done in the background and you don't want that dragging over over too long of a period you want to just kind of get that out of the way early in the week and then just focus on the task at hand which was, was to win a game 
Is it sweet for you though? Because I know you've experienced, came up short against Salt Hill so much at underage. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, we, we know Salt Hill like the back of our hand. Um, I think I lost five Westboard titles in a row between the age of 16 and 21, like to them. And they're like, they've, they're huge, hugely talented. And it's like the same age group of lads, I suppose, that, are, that we're playing at now today. And I suppose to get one over them is sweet. Um, and it is nice to, to, I suppose, when you look back on all the times they've beaten us as well. But, um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to become a, a top quality side now. Like their, their average age, I think, is younger than ours. Like, and they seem to have a good management team and structure in place there. So, like, it, there's going to be a huge amount of battles now over the next few years. It's probably the start of it. This is my first time actually playing them at senior level Um, for all the times I've played them at underage. Um, I've been playing, I think, at senior level for about six years now. I've never played them at senior level. So it's the first time, but I'm sure it won't be the last. And I'm sure it won't be the last time at the, the business end of the season either. And I I presume, like, he didn't do too much after that Montpellier game in the lead-up, David. In terms of like preparation. preparation, was there like uh, we? In fairness, look, Don, Kieran Murphy, <coughs> Kevin Mack, they've put the exact same amount of preparation into into every game. You know what I mean? They, they they've studied the video. You know what I mean? They they presented to us. You know we, you know we address the other team's strengths, weaknesses, different things, and then we put our our own our own game plan in place. And that hasn't changed all year. That's been really consistent through the group stages, every single game, and then exact same thing. Going into the Montpellier game, the second that Montpellier game was over, there was no, uh, you know, there was no high five in our, our back pattern. It was, okay, we'll go again, you know, and 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 it was the exact same process, leading into the Salt Hill game. So, um, yeah, that's that's just what it, that's just what it takes in, in in this day and age. You know what I mean? If you if you were to, if you were to take a team for granted now in in this Gala Senior Championship. You're just going to get bet, you know. No matter how good you think you're, if you're going out at 85 90%, it's just not going to be good enough. So, credit and all management absolutely kept us, uh, kept us clued in, kept us focused, knew that we needed to finish the job, and uh, preparation was, was really, really good, even though it was only a week. The management team is because, uh, like, if you looked at it from both points of view on Sunday, like it was stair studded, like on either line, but from your own point of view, like. Don Clellan, Bar Sheridan, Kieran Murphy, Kevin McDonald, Paddy Moore, like, like what are they like as a group? Ah, brilliant! Like they, to to be honest with you, they're they're brilliant. You know, they're they're really really good at what they do. But what they've really and credit to Don, what he's really instilled in the group is just a sense of unity. You know what I mean? He's he's one of us. Like you know, there there's there's no you know I'm the boss and this is the way it is. You know, absolutely. His his decision is uh, is the number one authority, but there's a really really good sense of unity between the whole group, all the players and all the management. You know, and he's done so much for so many lads on the team, on and off the pitch. You know that 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 respect is is really there for um, it, it's a real mutual respect between the players and the management. So just delighted delighted for him. I know how much he puts into it, and <laughs> you can uh, you can see the release. After the game, I'd say he, I'd say he slept like a baby Sunday night. <laughs> he didn't sleep all week leading up to it. <laughs> Do you think the best thing, Desi, about that management team, like when you look at, I suppose, how there's probably a lot of people involved, but the delegation, like, like you're not always kind of hearing the one voice, like the different, I suppose, people from the management team can come and talk to each player. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's the main thing is you want communication and you want, uh, you know, none of them are are 
taking the the reins and kind of saying everything like in fairness Don's uh, obviously the manager and and but then you have Murph and Kev Mack and even Morris there like they're giving advice to different people and talking about different things and like different experience they have as well and um, it's just all, all about being clear in their messages and in fairness to them they work extremely well as a management team you know there's no uh, there's nothing uh, getting in their way and they, they as everything that's done is prepared to a tee like you know uh, we come down and we have video sessions we have they've training and short snappy sessions and uh, out the gap again and it's it's nothing overboard it's I think for club football it's it's, it's perfect really um, and you know they just work so well together and they've been brilliant all year and to be honest you know Getting Kev Mack and, and Murph in and Morris in this year is great to get, a, I suppose, a bit of a freshening up, hear new voices and see new strategies, new new drills, stuff like that. And uh, it just brought another excitement to it again. And, uh, you know, it, it, like huge credit has to go to them because I don't think people realise club football these days, the preparation that has to go in by management is, it's it's gone to another level. Like if you're to, if you're to want to win a Frank Fox, like you're putting a huge amount of effort, and it's it's not seen because it's phone calls in the background, it's organization, it's it's going through video, which is I'm sure it's not easy. I'm not sure, I don't know too much about it, about clipping down the videos, but it it doesn't look uh, like it's the simplest thing on earth. So, you know, huge credit has to go to them for all the work they've done. That's a difference this year, like the bringing in the new voices. Uh, it it definitely helped. It it definitely helped. But I think, you know. To, to attribute um, to attribute the difference to, to one thing is just um, it, it's probably not fair absolutely Murph was brilliant uh, all year you know he, he brought a, a new level of uh, intensity to training as Desi said it was a new voice you know he wasn't um, he didn't beat around the bush it was on the pitch this time everything was absolute drill sergeant like so that, that was fantastic and then Kevin Mack as well, you know, he's put in an amazing shift, you know, even through the league. I remember he was out with us uh, in the Iron Islands, you know, uh, in a league game, you know, giving some of the, play, some of the younger lads, like of Mike Vaughan and these lads, advice, you know, and, and individual coaching, which is just, uh, it's just really hard to quantify how, how important it is. But there's, there's just so many things that go into winning it. You know, there's there's a hundred different conversations. You know what I mean? There's a hundred different training sessions and little moments that happen throughout the year that um, were were really really important and helped us get over the year. I think the biggest thing, <coughs> you know, you you can't control everything. You know, and you know you're going to need the rub of the green sometimes. And for us as a group, you know, we just want to consistently consistently compete. And I feel like that's what we've done over the last four years you know it's semi-final final semi-final final and sometimes you're going to get that little bit of luck but and we we got a little bit of it this year and and we won a medal you know but as a group we just want to be consistently there at the business end and then you know you, you give yourself a, a you give yourself a chance of getting that medal in your pocket so. you two have obviously been playing senior for quite a while but Desi does it like Give you satisfaction when you're seeing young lads from the club like build into the senior like this year, like Mike Wahan, Connor Corcoran, Jared Davern, like there's three players that have really like seemed to fit seamlessly into your team. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's been unreal. Like the last few years the young lads coming through have been incredible. You know, um like look at Connor Corcoran, I think he was playing junior last year as well. Like there's a few I think someone said there's seven players different to or twenty twenty squad, uh not sure starting or definitely coming on anyways between the two uh in only in only three years so 
like it's a huge testament to them. You know, they're coming in young. Um, I suppose they're coming into a squad that's had success and uh, there's a lot of can be a lot of thick men uh, training sometimes, but uh, you know they just they just come and they they want to achieve. And in fairness to them, you know they're not sitting there kind of happy to, you know, I'll give it a few years. I'll wait till I'm twenty three, twenty four, twenty five to maybe have success and get into the team. I'll enjoy myself there. They're down there. They're training hard and they're they want to be in the team straight away. And you know you I have to give huge credit to them. Like uh, they're coming into to those big games and performing. Um, it, it's huge for us. Like because you need. You need young lads coming through. You know, you need to build a squad. There's always, I suppose, there's young lads coming through, and there's probably older lads sometimes leaving. And you need freshness. You need new new players coming in, and you need them to be to be ready, and not just to accept that they want to just be a part of a panel. You need them to be uh, chomping at the bit, and wanting to to take a starting place first, and then wanting to achieve success with the club as well. And you know, I'm delighted for them because I suppose as well as their it's a lot of their first championships as well, and um for them now to push on and to even achieve bigger things. And big credit as well, just to add to that, to, to, to the underage structures, you know, there, there's managers there at underage level, you know, Greg Cleary, Rona Ferty, Martin Cook, Clance is our chairman, but he's been driving it. And is that important though, I think, a chairman who's a football man? Because you'd like, you see sometimes chairman, but like, even you see with Saltill, Alan Mulholland as well, like it just seems really important if you can have an ex-footballer, because like he's been through the underage system, he's been through the senior system, obviously play with Galway as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and the fact that he's so ingrained in the club, like I've I I've, I've played with Paul, you know, I played with Paul for years. Going back, I I worshipped him when you know they were were winning all Ireland's in '98, and he was coming into the school with the Sam Maguire, and then progressed to us us playing together at senior level. Now he's the chairman of the club, and you know the lines of communication are always open. You know he he's getting direct feedback from us, from from the management, from the underage, from the underage group. You know he he's stuck in everything, so. Um. Yeah. It's um. Again, it's it's just very hard to measure the the impact that that has. But no, he he he's been brilliant. Would you have done anything off the pitch this year, Desi? You know, like to create a bond because you know, I suppose from your own perspective, coming in as a young lad into a setup and like you see an older lad, sometimes it can be like intimidating. Yeah, it's it's actually something we haven't done a huge amount on and we were trying to do it a few times during the year and it just didn't happen but uh you know we're we're just in general we're a tight-knit group like the, like the the bond between everyone in the team is is it's crazy like you know I've, I've never really been a part of a team that's that's so close doesn't matter if you're if you're fresh in or if you're if you've been there for 15 years like you know and then everyone kind of goes out socializes together and you know the young lads that are new to the panel whether you're only a week in or, or you're a few months in you know they're welcome to join us and um, I think the biggest bond then is trying is, is when you have these big games like we're lucky we came through a tough group with some big wins and obviously you go out and you go to the, we go to the local to to enjoy it and uh, uh, have a few and a bit of crack like but you kind of th- those when the young lads come in and they start to really kind of bond with everyone and uh, I think it's just it's just to get big games big wins and being down there slogging together is, is as big as any bonding session really but we didn't really have any bonding session in trust uh, uh all year to be honest and probably something we might uh, might look into as well we used to go away at the bank holiday weekend as a group but now that the county final seems to be set for that weekend uh, <laughs> that's been put on the bank burner spoiled of heritage Westport now uh, Sunday week um, what's the aim now like are you do you fully believe that you can win the county championship yeah, I think I think we like we said it 
in Galway, I think we feel like we're a match for any team if we put in performance, and I think that's the main thing. We we put in performance. Uh, we're confident that we have the squad and we have the team to to match anyone. And you know, our goal was to win Frank Fox. That's we've done that now. It's kind of like a bit of a release now. And we were saying down training is like this is a the first time the club is going to a Connacht stage, so it's an incredible opportunity. Uh, something that we should enjoy, and uh, you know, don't feel pressure to go out and enjoy it and to Mikhail Park to bring up family, friends and everyone on the road uh, up to Mikhail Park uh, would be unbelievable. Like We'd love to create a journey. I remember in 2008, I was only 10 years old uh, when the Intermediates won All-Ireland and like mm. the journey that was, it was unbelievable. Like hopping in the car and you're going up to Mayo to up to Crow Park for the All-Ireland final and to see that was, was magical. And look, we'd love to do it. We'd love to try and, and, and do our best, but we're just going to go out and enjoy it now and uh, give it a, give it a blast and, and uh, see what happens, I suppose. And the shackles off a bit, David? Um, the shackles, yeah, yeah, I suppose you can say the shackles are off, but look, we understand like what a, what a privilege and what a responsibility this is. You know, what, what an opportunity it is. You know, we have a chance to bring, as Desi said, to bring our, our friends and family and our, our parish on a journey now. You know, so we're fully aware of... Um, you know the the privilege that that is, and we're you know, we we trained last night. We trained really hard last night. We train now all all week next week, and it's going to be full full focus uh, on the job at hand. You know nothing will change for us uh, in, in terms of process set up. You know the the boys are already you know doing the video and Westport all that kind of stuff. It's going to be the exact same uh, process, and then it's just about us as a group trying to put our um, just put a performance on the pitch. You know. And uh, see 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 where it takes us. Have you been able Have you been able to see much of Westport there? Um, I've seen a few bits. I think they're on TV there during the year, and obviously you look at their uh, team sheet, and there's a, a lot of players that you recognise. Um, so they're going they're going to be a massive challenge. Like, and I'm sure they're they're in the exact same boat as us. Like, I think it's their first Mayo Championship, so they're going to say the exact same thing. They want to give it a crack and see where it brings them. So. I think it's going to be a close battle again. Um, it's going to be a really, really tight game. Um, you know, it's the first round. You really couldn't have asked for a bigger opposition. But as I said, we're just going to go out. We're going to enjoy it and um, focus on getting performance. If we get a performance, we'll we'll see where that what where that takes us in the end. Not to make a Galway Mayo rivalry to get things going. <laughs> to get things started, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, and uh, obviously now Sunday week. Like, is there a discussion here that has to go? With some of the young dads, because like, it like, do you think there's a pressure they see now when they see Connacht compared to maybe somebody? Uh, honestly, honestly, I don't like. I, I we were talking during the week like, some of the young lads on our team now have have, have never lost a match. You know what I mean? Like Mike Mann, this is this is his first year at his senior championship. Connor Corcoran, they've never lost a game. You know. So they're just it's just ingrained in them and, and the I was I was taking confidence I'd say someone like myself or Mark Leitner or Connor Bohan who's kind of been been through the ringer a little bit you know who's actually been part of teams that have been relegated uh, at different times so you look at them lads and you just see the confidence oozing out of them you know they just give me the ball you know they're so confident in, in their ability I, I don't think a stage like this is going to get to a a Jared Avern or an Andrew Power. Uh, Connor Corcoran whatsoever. No, I, I think um, you know there's there's such a a good group uh, around them that they know that just get out there, do their thing, and uh, the football will look after itself. 
left the question box open. <laughs> yeah, there, hold the filters. Uh, we might need to. I might need to plead the fifth. Give me the give me the name of who's asking the question before you give me the question. <laughs> Particular own affinity had a few questions for you, David. <laughs> Nothing yeah, else to be asked. Yeah, huh? yeah, we'll cut it off there. I think, Paul. <laughs> but just a question that did come in. I was actually interested to get your response to it. Coming to you first, Eddie, like, is there one particular opponent that you found the most challenging throughout the Galway Club Championship? Um, as in a player or a team? A player. A player. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a a big shout out there to Chum, uh, Rory O'Connor. There, he's he, kind of I think it's the last three years now we've played them, and he's he's always kind of the man that's beside me and. You know he's he's a top he's a top quality cornerback, um, and probably doesn't get the recognition he deserves. He's 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 really tight and hard to win ball on, and you know going the other way then he's he's a huge attacking um, outlet for Tume as well. So, you know he's he is a he's a top quality uh, cornerback. Any opponent for you that stood out, dude? Um. Yeah. Um. I don't want to give him more confidence. <laughs> I have to go against him next year. No. Uh, Sure, always Barry Goldrick. Yeah, yeah. I hate, hate Mark him. He's just he's just, just in and out. He's just in and out. Never stops moving. Tracks you the whole length of the pitch. Yeah, he's he's a real leader for the Clare Gold. We played them twice actually in the league this year and once in the championship. So I've seen him enough this year. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, no, he's he's a top class operator. Just something we didn't touch on as you mentioned Barry Goldrick and Clare Gold. There has to be a bit of fear there when they're running through the last opportunity of the game. Kicking the ball, it just goes over the bar. Again, in in the moment, you're just you, yeah. you know it, it doesn't. You don't think about when you look back at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we we didn't we didn't really perform to our to our best that day. We kind of kept them at arm's reach all day when really we should have you know put the the nail in the coffin. But um, yeah, thankfully it it went over the bar and <laughs> we progressed. Yeah, no, it's, it was just I suppose fine margins you could say. Yeah. yeah. And to finish now, lads, what's the what's the plan? Three times a week next week, and then Westport. Yeah, yeah. Look, as Dave said, like we we go back to normal now. Um, got to try to get the the beers out of the system now. I think so. Uh, train again tomorrow, and I'm sure Tuesday, Thursday, and then Sunday again, and we'll just do the same as we've done all championship. Uh, do our homework and prepare ourselves to the best as, as we can, and just. It's all about getting a performance. If we can get a performance, you know, we can we can give this a real crack. Um, so we'll be focusing on that now on Sunday. And as I said, we'll go out and enjoy it. Be a nice big crowd, hopefully coming up from my Cullen and to support us. And uh, hopefully, it'll be the start of a of a nice journey. Absolutely, my lads. Uh, an unbelievable year for you uh, so far. And thanks a million for coming into studio. Really so, appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. Thanks a million for your time.